What's up, everybody? Glad you guys are here. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. I was looking at this picture before the show started, and I have to lead with it. Don McLean, who is 75 years old, and sings this song right here. We were singing bye-bye, Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee. He got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, which is cool. Yeah, one of the most legendary songs in American music history. And the picture is him kissing his girlfriend. He's 75. She's 27. <laughs> she's a model. Her name's Paris Dillon. Oh, boy. Have you seen the picture? No. I guess I'll go look at it. McLean and Dillon have been dating for nearly five years. Five years? Well, they're in love, So she was six, he was 69 and she was 21. Wow. Oh, Do we think that... Let, let's just play the game in our heads. Do we think that she... I mean, she's really pretty. And he's an old guy. Good-looking dude? Oh. No. Oh. He's not particular. Like, oh my no. gosh. It looks like his granddaughter. Oh, yeah. And it great, could, great, and it definitely maybe. could be. Definitely could be. Like it. Do could. we do we think that she like has some sort of like daddy thing where she likes older men? Or do we think that he has a lot of I don't know. It's not fair for me to judge. I'm just asking what you guys think. <laughs> you're throwing it on us is what you're saying. I'll tell you what it is. It's the dollar bills. Mike Don McLean is worth how much? Google that. Which, by the way, this is not totally accurate, but it does give you kind of a wild estimate. But Don McLean's net worth is $50 million. Oh, yeah. He's dating a 27-year-old. Mm-hmm. But they started dating... Five years ago. Yeah. Six years ago. Oh, boy. What do you think, Aim? I mean, it's not for me at all. Like, kind of looking at it, I just bleh, vomit thinking if I were to be attracted to something like that. And I'm not. But I guess love is love. Well, I agree. You know who's the weird one that I just have, has, have accepted is Catherine McPhee. Because she's what? 30? She's our age. Is she I don't, 35, something like that? But her her husband, mm-hmm. the piano player, what's his Foster. name? Foster. Dave, Dave David Foster? Foster, yes. Mm-hmm. He's an older dude. Yeah. He's He's 71? She's like younger than she's his daughter. She's 37. He's 71. But he's not a bad looking dude. So now we just, it just depends on how ugly the dude is. Well, if they're both good looking, you no matter there's 40 He's years 71. apart. Oh, 71. But even before she was with him, Catherine McPhee was dating some other really old, old guy. She so like she's dudes. always liked older. And that's my point with this. Mm-hmm. Maybe this girl just likes significantly older men. Mm-hmm. And we shouldn't just jump on the, oh, she's doing it for money. Yeah. 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 I'm going to jump on she's doing it for money. You are? Yes. Yeah. Because that's just, that screams just doing it for money. Okay. Well, let's meet. I mean, 75 and 27 is the significant. What do you talk about? Does, okay. Nothing. Because you, like, yeah, because you know she's listening to Bieber. And he's bringing up old references from like the 50s. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking he's about. He's like, no, World War II. <laughs> Churchill would have done this. <laughs> Go ahead, Amy. I, yeah. I, I, I just wonder if there's a, a normal couple out there where there's that age gap. But no money. Like, are they, are they out oh, there? Like, yeah. if you're no. listening right now and you're 75 and you live a modest life and you have a 25 year old girlfriend, let us know. Let me check the call. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, nothing, nothing, nothing there. there. <laughs> nothing there. I don't know. That doesn't happen. Ray, we got anybody ringing in? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Like, I'd love to ask her name five of your boyfriend songs. Five of them. I don't know that I can name five Don McLean songs. Well, yeah, but so. you're not dating him for five years, for six years. Yeah, I'm sure she can. <laughs> yeah, I would bet she could. I mean, no chance. Yeah, Eddie. I would bet he, probably, he probably no. plays a song for her and she's like, this is terrible. <laughs> no, she probably. 
He's 75, she's 27. It's a wild story. I hope it's love. Love is <laughs> yeah. love. Mm-hmm. I, that's what my heart says. We can only hope. My heart says it's love. But for sure, if I saw them in public, I'd be like, oh, look at that guy with his granddaughter. And then you see him kiss her on the mouth oh. and you're like, yeah. Well, that's the giveaway. weird. <laughs> Do you ever play, you know, huh? daughter or wife, that game? Bones go to break. Especially if you're... <laughs> Bones go to break. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can play a song. Play a song. Play a song. I, don't, I don't know what games Amy's playing out in public, but... Uh... <laughs> Especially if you're at a hotel. It's fun. It is time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hey, Bobby Bones. This is Matt. And yesterday, while cleaning out one of my closets, a box with my wedding DVD fell to the ground and the DVD chipped. I've been married for 12 years. We haven't watched a video in about 10. In fact, I doubt my wife even knows it was up there in that box. I'm wondering if you think it's a bad idea just to stick it back in the cover, put it back in the box, and bury it in the back of the closet again. What? <laughs> what are the odds she's going to watch it anytime soon? And by the time she does watch it, maybe a few years by then. Or I can tell her it chipped when it fell out of the closet and see what she has to say about that. Any advice from you would be appreciated. Signed, Matt. Now, this is a case of what I would do versus what I should do. (laughs) What I would do is stick it back in there, and then I didn't see anything. What I should do is go, hey, I was cleaning out the closet, and I found the DVD, and it was chipped already. But Stop. why would you not I mean, say why anything would you though? Do that? Like why? Yeah. It's, what do you mean? Because like, I don't get blamed just for just to it. avoid here, drama. There's no need for drama here. What you should do is tell her. I would be sure to strategically tell her on a day when she's feeling good, though. Oh, find a good day. Find a day when she's not and she's not feeling bad. <laughs> she's not sick. She's not. You know. I probably would just. I would say, hey, the DVD chip. This is what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I would say, hey, I I was cleaning out the closet. I found this, our DVD, but it's chipped. But it fell. But I I probably wouldn't (laughs) tell. You just keep lying. I probably wouldn't. I'm just telling you guys. I'm just telling you the honest truth. We're not judging. I would just say, I found our wedding DVD and there's a chip in it. (laughs) That's what I would say. Why are we assuming this woman can't handle this news? Like, just tell her. You know she's going to understand, Bones. It broke. I mean, what is the big deal? <laughs> this is so, this is such a no-brainer to me that he just tells her exactly what happens. Amy, I'm telling story. you, I can just tell you, hey, we don't have water today. And if you're in a bad mood already and you're well, not feeling you already good, said, make sure she's in a good mood. So I'm, I'm here with, I'm here for you on that. Like check the calendar, make sure she's not hormonal. Yes. Check, check, check. <laughs> That's but tell part. her exactly what happened. What's the difference? Well, you're not actually lying if you say. <laughs> yes, you are. And, hold on. <laughs> Maybe I was not cleaning the closet and I got this, this box and it, our wedding DVDs chipped. Yeah. Oh, so you skipped the whole thing where you chipped it. Got it. There's no lie there. I just you. Okay, whatever. You guys, you're, you're better people than I am. No, I'm, I'm just telling you what I would you do. A better person. I just don't understand why it matters. Because I, I don't want to get in trouble. It's my fault. I must have broke. I'm. I did it. In trouble. Yeah. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> you're not a child. I just feel bones. like he's. We need to give her the benefit of the doubt here that she'll handle it well. And I'm sure she will. Hey, bro, you heard him. Go do the right thing. There you Keep go. us update us. If it were me, I would be like, oh crap! I was getting to this box. I think this is our wedding DVD shift. <laughs> <laughs> he calls us back. He's like, so I told her I did it. We're divorced. Well, yeah. it's terrible. Okay, Ray, well, what'd you do, buddy? Yeah, I mean, it's obvious he chipped it. You're, you're not going to discover that why a guy's randomly watching it on a s- summer's night. Like, what? Of course he did it. Why? Yeah, how did he Somebody come across the Somebody else could have been chipped. moving the box. It, no, it, okay, yeah. 
But but why is he? Why did he? Why did he notice it? Then then he, he didn't notice it. it. Put it back it in there. Let her notice it. Let her think she did it in hey, five years. He was cleaning, wasn't he? He was doing something nice, and he accidentally chipped it. Scooby Steve, any idea what you do here? So for me, I kind of would take a little bit of Amy's advice and tell her because I know from experience that a lot of those DVDs come with a USB, and she may have the USB as a backup, and everything will be okay. Yeah, or You're assuming could he assuming, send it yes. to Legacy Box Code Bones? If the DVD's chipped, I don't know. Well, yeah, I, I don't, don't know. So, they yeah. might be able to at least recover what they can, and then it's digitized. And he's hey, like, "Hey, guy, listen, <laughs> listen to them." Mm-hmm. But I just have to be honest about who I am, and I would just say, "Ah." Uh, uh, I just put the you have to be honest there. right now yeah. about how you would be. Dis- I, I see <laughs> Caitlin in your scenario just being like, "What? Yeah, no. like why would you lie I about would, that? What? No, are you telling me the truth? I'm not lying. I just <laughs> oh okay. I was cleaning and I found the D- here's the DVD and it's chipped. <laughs> yada yada. It chipped. <laughs> Listen to them. They know what's up. They've been married longer than me. I'm just avoiding drama for any any means necessary. I just yeah. There you go. Thank you. Everybody good? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're good. Okay. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. One of the questions I get asked the most is, what are your favorite songs on the radio right now? And that definitely doesn't mean that the top three songs. Sometimes I think the top songs are, are kind of rubbish. But here are my favorite three songs right now, and they're all in different places. At number 13 on the chart, Ryan Hurd and Marin Morris chasing after you. But I know, yeah, I know it's a matter of time till you walk, till you walk back out of my life. Leave me standing here lonely, feeling like a fool. Mm-hmm. Every time, every time you say we're done, you come back to the love you were running from. That's a good one. So, so good. good. That's my number three. Do you have one? Oh, yeah, I have one. Where's yours? Uh, Lainey Wilson, Things a Man Ought to Know. Yeah, I know a few things a man ought to know. Eddie, you have one? Yeah, I do. It's uh, Dan and Shay, Glad You Exist. Come on, There's dude. A people in the world. Yeah, this one stays in my head, and it wasn't my favorite from them. Really? But I probably sing this more than the other ones yeah, that I really like. When it like. comes on, it's like we turn it up and we sing it. My number two song is a song that I thought was an, when the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, this is old school Kenny Chesney, but it's new Kenny Chesney. Like, he's gone back. This is called Knowing You. It's at number 14 this week. And knowing you, you're probably way over me. But God, we were so alive. It just sounds like old Kenny before he went full beach Kenny. Yeah. And Caitlin and I were listening to it, and I was like, is this old? She was like, I don't know. I don't know what if it is. And she knows everything, Kenny Chesney. But Knowing You is my second favorite song on the radio right now. And my number one is John Party, Tequila Little Time. Don't play it quite yet. Do you guys understand Tequila Little Time? Yes, yes. Tequila Little Time. There it is, yes. <laughs> tequila. Yes, Tequila Little Time. Here you go. I want Tequila Little Time with you. It's got the horns at the beginning. That's cool. So There's good. Tejano horns. Um, this song comes, it's probably the most played song in our house right now. It's Tequila Little Time. <laughs> I think people are going to hear it and be like, Tequila? Why is he saying Tequila Little Time? <laughs> exactly. But it's, I want Tequila Little Time with you. I like it. John Party was over at my house and he was talking about, on my, my talk show, meeting George Strait for the first time. He's just as cool as George Strait is like the king of country music and the king of just being cool. But then he goes, you guys want to do a shot of my tequila? I mean... 
Am I going to turn it down? <laughs> even though I've had whatever amount of beer that I probably shouldn't have had that many beers of. <laughs> Hell yeah, George. I want to have a shot. I walked off the bus. I took a shot with George Stray. We went back to the hotel. I threw up all <laughs> It was like, it was, like, it was so worth it. But I like painted that toilet, like whatever color I was throwing up. That's oh, funny, man. huh? Yeah. It's awesome. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So in Florida, a bus driver and a teaching aide saved a toddler's life. So there's a little baby toddler in a diaper just out in the middle of the road. And the bus driver's wow. driving along. He's like, wait, what? So honks uh. to try to get the child to move back into the driveway. Well, that toddler didn't really understand that's what I was supposed to do. So the teaching aide got off the bus. The toddler went right into the person's arm. They called the police and the police were able to reunite the toddler with the mother who had uh, left the child or the toddler with her roommate. And the baby got out of the house without anybody noticing because she had to take her other kids to school. So probably assessing that situation there. But well, I'm going to say not the mom's fault because people get a babysitter. It's the roommate's fault. Yeah. That's a babysitter problem. Am I not right here? You're right. No, you're right. It's like you should have eyes on a baby. Like if something's in a diaper, you need to watch it at all times. <laughs> And then why would the bus driver just honk like as a dog and going to run out of the road? <laughs> no, <I think laughs> he just stop immediately. Get, I think that was just the out. first step yeah. in the process of the rescue. My dogs don't even know what a honk means. Right. I don't expect that baby to know. A toddler. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, in all seriousness, know, that's awful. awful. There's a baby out crawling in the middle of the road. Thank God that baby was saved, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just an attentive Woo. driver. Because if you're not paying attention, you may not have even noticed the kid wandering around. Well... Great story because of how it ended. Shout out to that bus driver and that teacher's aide. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's play Amy versus Lunchbox. We give Amy questions that Lunchbox would know the answer to and Lunchbox questions that Amy would know the answer to. Let's see who wins. Amy's up 1-0. Amy, you ready? Yes. These are questions Lunchbox will probably get. Sidewall, ribs, tread, are all found on what car part? Sidewall, ribs, and tread. Uh-huh. I mean, it's got to be the tire. I Only because of tread. That's, I, I don't understand the other parts. Oh, maybe sidewall. Like, I hit that a lot when I bump the curb. <laughs> is that your answer, Tyler? Yes. yes. Uh, tires is correct. <laughs> How many games will each team play in the 2021 NFL season? How many games will each team play? Does every team play each other? No. <laughs> okay. How do they do that? Conferences? Huh. There's 32 teams. They will each play. Hold on. Let me let me do it this way. They play every week, one game a week for, I don't know, 20 games. 20 games is incorrect. Yeah, I don't know. What is it? Lunchbox, how, well, I'm going to let him get still. Oh, yeah. How many games will each NFL team play? 17. Correct. For the Dang. first time ever. I was so close. 18 weeks, 17 games. It's, so it's one game a week. I just overestimated. 18 overest- weeks, 17 games. They have a bye. Oh, I just overshot the mm-hmm. football schedule by three <laughs> weeks. Your final question. Pop Warner is a youth organization in what sport? Pop Warner. What sport is that a youth organization? Pop. I feel like I've heard this before. Like when you're a kid, you play Pop Warner baseball. Is that it? 
Uh, baseball. Incorrect. What is it? Lunchbox? Football. Football is correct. Man, two football questions Pop in a Warner row. Pop football. That's why I did that. I knew you wouldn't think that. Mm-hmm. All right, next up, Lunchbox. Oh, yeah. Morona, Sam and Libby, and the Scarpetta are brands of what? Morona, Sam and Libby, and the Scarpetta are brands of what? Ooh, lipstick. Lipstick is incorrect. Amy, you need to steal here. Shoes? Correct. Yeah. I've never heard of any of those. Neither have I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a big fan of Sam or Libby. Lunchbox, Lily James is making headlines filming the Pamela Anderson biopic called oh, Pam and Tommy. I like that. What period drama first made Lily a star? What? Lily James. What period drama? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, um, gosh, period drama? That is called uh, the one where they acted out and they're old people and um, uh, what is it called? Parliament. Parliament is incorrect. Lily James. Amy? I mean, I have no idea, but Bridgerton? Oh, you guys are both close. It's whatever Ray watched. It- no, it's not, but it's the closest show that's close to that. It's Downton Abbey. Oh! oh yeah. All right, two to two. We're going to have a winner right here on this question. Lunchbox, what famous musician starred in the Hunger Games movie series and played a character named Senna? Say that again. What famous musician starred in the Hunger Games movie series and played a character named Senna? Got it. Go ahead. I don't know. It just popped in my head. I've never seen this, but I I don't know why I think this. Go ahead. Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz is correct. Yeah! Oh! How did I know that? Why did I know that? I have no idea. Yeah, let's go. I volunteer as tribute. Have you ever seen it? Never. And Never you, in my you life. You that, though, I volunteer as tribute? Well, because we did Amy's video. Yeah. yeah well, that's that. the winner. Lunchbox is the winner. Nice job. There he is. One to one. Jarring. Yeah. This early so in the morning. Take that, wake Sam up, and Abby. everyone. That is jarring. What'd you say? Take that, Sam and Abby. No, not you. Uh, Sam and Libby. As I wake oh. up, everyone. Yes, yes. Everybody, <laughs> wake up. I got an email late last night from Lunchbox asking if he could come in and pitch a segment to the show on the air. It's rare that we do a, a live pitch, and we're also going to vote. And if we vote yes, we will do the bit. Easy as pie, right? Yeah. yeah. It won't just be in my hands like it usually is. I'm going to put this up. This is a, a pure democracy. <laughs> okay. Lunchbox, what is your segment? Okay, hear me out, guys. So it's Ray, Eddie, and myself. We go, and we buy plane tickets, and we get on a flight, and we all sit next to each other. And then Eddie kind of acts out. And then me and Ray bust out the duct tape, and we duct tape Eddie to the seat. No. And that way, we are in charge. And then when we land, we make the news for having to duct tape someone to the seat. And we're like, oh, guys, duct tape really works. This really kept this passenger under wraps. Like, he was getting a little out of control. But I really support the flight attendants using duct tape. And that way, we show that it's safe, and it's okay, and it works, and we make the news. Great idea. Like All we have to do is just fly like an hour flight, and Eddie gets kind of unruly. <laughs> and we have the duct tape in our backpacks. I have a lot of questions here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One, why does Eddie have to be the one to get unruly? Great question. Uh, it's just the first name that popped in my head. 
So would you be open to, if I accepted the bit, we draw the person's name who has to get unruly? Absolutely. Or what if it's Lunchbox since it's his bit? Well... Well, oh, so that, that's a good point, too. Right? Like, it is your bit. You might need to get unruly. That, okay. If I need to get unruly for the bit, I get unruly. Okay. And then we land, and everybody's like, oh, the cops and everything. But then you just tell the cops, hey, we're just doing an experiment. We're all good. <laughs> and they're going to be fine with yeah, it. Okay. No big deal. Does I, that work with the cops? I don't think so. Yeah. No, officer. This was for YouTube. <laughs> we good. Ah, we were just kidding. It was an experiment. Psych. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be so awesome. Like, it's a great idea. Whenever this happens, you realize it's the flight attendants who are doing the duct taping, not the passengers. Right, but that way we can show, like, hey. Vigilante Yeah, justice vigilante here, justice. Yeah. We don't want the flight attendants to get hurt in this situation. <laughs> yeah, justice. Justice. Huh. Okay, I mean. It's kind of interesting, isn't it? Well, yeah. First of all, would the other two people be up for it? Yes, I would. Okay, you would. Is that one vote yes? Yeah, one vote yes. Like, y'all could maybe go to jail. No, 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 Amy, no, look, all we do is we land and we say, it was an experiment. And tell but I don't have a good think day. that works. Why'd you rob that bank? Well, it's an experiment. We just wanted to see how much money they had at the bank. I don't think they would arrest the duct tapers, though. I think it's just the unruly passenger, right? But how unruly do they have to get? I mean, just like trying to get up when the seatbelt sign is on to go to the bathroom. No, sorry, it's no, on. No, oh. no, no, no. Okay. You need to say something like, I'm going out the exit door right now. Then you're really getting arrested. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Er, okay, it's an interesting idea. Yeah. I mean, because at the end you say, oh, it's just an experiment. High five everybody on the plane. Everybody has a good laugh. <laughs> Ooh, just us. No, everybody. Okay, second question. Who's paying for the plane tickets? Well, that's that, that, we'll figure that out when we get there. So that's a bridge we'll cross. Maybe, maybe uh, like Southwest will sponsor it. Yeah, that's right. a good point. And you bring your own duct tape and do your own duct taping. I'm yes. that's right. Yeah, so yeah. like I'll have duct tape in my backpack. Ray will have duct tape in his backpack. And Eddie will just be the unsuspecting no, guy in the middle of the <laughs> I'm not the unruly passenger. I'm not agreeing to that. Okay, let's vote. Why are you so scared, dude? Are they going to now, like, we can just travel with duct tape? No, and you can't. Absolutely. Let's out of his mind. You can't gonna, be duct taping people. Right. How are they going to get it through security? Oh, they're not going to stop you from Yeah, duct- they won't stop you for duct yeah, tape. Yeah, I'm going to a, do a job. I know, now, I wonder if <laughs> it's going to become a thing. They, like, set I'm a, a new. Yeah. Sir, can you explain this in your backpack? Well, I'm on the way to duct tape a whole neighborhood together. <laughs> really important. Yes. Uh, Lunchbox, your vote is? <laughs> yes. One vote, yes. Yes. Come on. I know someone else is going to be on board. I know at least. Hey, and if, if There's going to be seven votes here. Yeah, if, Half if, our staff's gone. Yeah, so. if Eddie's scared, I mean, Mike D can jump in. I don't care. Okay. Amy? Yes, 100%. Yes. Amy, yes. what is wrong with you? <laughs> That's two folks. We're almost there. Let's okay. go. I vote no. Oh, a thousand percent no. Because someone will go to jail. No, I already told you. Someone of you three will go. All three of you might go to jail for conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Not even a conspiracy. We're just being idiots in the air. You all can go to jail. So you I'm gonna go. Call, yeah. I'm gonna go. No. Okay. Let's go to our head writer, Mike D. What do you think, Mike? Would G? you write a segment like this? No, that's terrible. That's a terrible no. idea. Right. Okay. Two okay. to two. Okay. Eddie. Funny. Funny as crap. Mm. But no, 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 1,000%. You don't no. want to be a part oh, of it. No on. chance. Okay. No fun, Eddie. Raymundo. I'm voting yes. 
<laughs> but it has to happen while we're on the ground. It can't be in the air, and I refuse to be the duct tape E. Well, there's a lot of rules you just put there that we right. just can't go by. You just got to say yes or no. Because yeah, I got stuff I got to fly to. I don't think the person that gets duct taped is going to be able to fly for six to a year. That's a great point. <laughs> we can, can all be on the no flight list. The yes, you will all get in trouble. This but is not good. No, no, no. But then we look, you just take an airline you don't fly often, like like uh, Spirit Airlines. and then, But that's not how it works. You can be. They all <laughs> have the they list. Have a, yeah, you're like on a no-flight list. Like, oh, we left Spirit out of the list. Um, Ray, it has to be in the air. Okay, since you guys didn't meet my request, I say no, and I offer up, what if we did it in another mode of transportation? You're driving down the road, duct tape and lunchbox yeah. in the car? Like an Uber? That doesn't make the a, news, man. A Metro bus. What? <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad idea. Uh, Scuba Steve? I love the concept, and I like that this could be one of those fake TikTok videos, but think about all the federal regulations yes. and getting arrested and what could happen. You can't control the variables. I have to squash it. Aww. Yeah, it's, it's squashed. Lunchbox. Great idea, though. I tried. Easily squashed. Hey, we applaud you for the effort. Thank okay. you, Amy. Like, Amy, what's wrong with you? No, it's one of the dumbest things. Yeah, Amy, what's wrong with you? They could go to jail. Amy, we you're the responsible one We could lose our here. job. But hearing it back would be hilarious. Yeah. I mean, just think about the audio on that <laughs> yeah. one. It'd be amazing. The audio on that one, they take your phone if they arrested you. Mm. Yeah, but be like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need that audio. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey, don't delete that. Yeah, you, you live stream it. <laughs> you can always call us and leave a voicemail if we don't answer, like after the show. 877-77-BOBBY. Hi, Bobby Valentine Studio. So I was, you know, I follow you on Instagram and Caitlin, and I saw your post from when you went to dinner with the governor of Arkansas. She had that beautiful red sparkly jumpsuit on. So, of course, I find the website, and I look, and I just bought a jumpsuit. So shout out to Caitlin for the great fashion. Thank you. I think that jumpsuit, I told her, is the hottest thing I've ever seen her wear. She's like, but it covers every inch. Like, it's, it's a jumpsuit from, like, wrist to ankle. But it was red, and it was a body, body suit. suit. You love yeah. red. I love, but I love body. <laughs> and then you love this suit. I go body. Yeah, it, it was a great, great suit. And you can flip back at my Instagram a few to see it. But Mr. Bobby Bones, it's always weird because I'm, you know, I kind of roll my eyes sometimes at influencers. And Caitlin does not want to be an influencer, and she isn't. And sometimes she'll say, "This is where I got this." If people ask her in like a DM, but influence they work. Influencers work. Oh, you mean they work on us? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Course. I swipe up all the time. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I do too sometimes. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Amy's pile of stories. So do you have an assigned seat at your house? It's like unofficial assigned seat. I have an assigned side of the bed, but we don't hang out really in the living room that much. It's either in the kitchen or in the bedroom or in life. Because I don't think we're not big couch watch TV sitters. Right. Or if you sit at the table to eat, do you have your go-to seat? No, because I'm kind of sloppy. I just sit at the bar. Yeah. And sometimes she'll go, okay, let's just sit at the table like normal people. <laughs> mm -hmm. So no, we don't. But but growing up, I kind of had a place that I sat all the time. Well, a survey was taken and 66% of Americans have unofficial assigned seats in their homes. And most people are so passionate about their spot that they feel uncomfortable sitting anywhere else. Eddie, do you? Absolutely. Yes. Dinner table. There's a seat right there where I sit and I can see the TV from the corner of my eye. And then on the couch, it's always on the left side. So you have a couch spot too. Oh yeah. Do you guys hang in the living room? Yes. 
Yes, as a family, we watch TV in the living room. Do you hang in the living room? Yes, we do, but I don't have an assigned seat. Okay. I'm, I'm like you. I just kind of go wherever. Uh, Dustin Lynch saying thinking about you and brought a 17-year-old girl on stage, pulled her out of the audience at a country fair. And this is from back in June, but the video is like now spreading. And I've got a clip of them performing. They have over 6 million views. <laughs> The audio is kind of weird, so I really can't hear her hear her. But was it supposedly so good now that it's going viral? Yeah, and so this is a duet that he sings with Mackenzie Porter. Remember, he came in with her and they sang it uh, live on the mm-hmm. show. It was so good. And so Mackenzie wasn't there with him, so he just pulled somebody out of the audience. And it was just a perfect example of someone coming up there and killing it. Do we think that was set up, though? <laughs> to be that good, you probably have to know that person was a good singer. Like, you just don't go, who knows the words? Yeah, because, I mean, I if oh, gosh, if I were to raise my hand, I would know the words probably, <laughs> but it would not sound that good. And also, you have to put, like, either inner ears in or know how to listen to the monitors. I think it's cool, but I'm calling fishy. <laughs> well, the girl's name is Haley James, and who knows? We and might she just be signed a deal with Dustin Lynch's label. <laughs> there you go. No, I, I don't know if that's the case. Oh, okay. uh, but she does sing on TikTok, Haley James music. Okay. So, all right, what else? Okay. Uh, so, apparently, we make really bad buying decisions this time of the day and that would be after work so that's where we definitely make impulse purchases because mentally we're fatigued and we're just kind of our brain is shutting down so we're not capable of making the best decisions for ourselves so if you do have to go shopping after work um try to just at least be self-aware of that or maybe do your purchases earlier in the day if you can mine is middle of the night because i wake up every night for two or three hours I'm firing off emails. I'm buying stuff on Amazon. And then the next day, I have to check and see what emails I fired off and what I bought. (laughs) I wasn't drinking, but I guess that's my version of drunk dialing. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Because send. And then I'll wake up and go, oh, boy, what did I send last night? (laughs) And most of the time, it's pretty good. But occasionally, I get one of those where I'm like, oh, you know, the the emoji where the guy's going, yeah, Yeah. with the teeth. Yeah, that (laughs) happens sometimes, too. That's you. Okay, so just be aware of that. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. At the beginning of every school year, kindergarten teacher Lori Gardell asked her students to write about their dreams. And one of her students wrote, I dream to have a refrigerator full of food. And this broke her heart. She's like, I got to do something. So she started buying snacks for the kids, and she spent $500 of her own money going, well, this is getting expensive. So then she created a food pantry and was able to give them three bags of groceries throughout the year. And this year, she launched a fundraiser, and she plans to give them a bag of groceries every single Friday. Wow. I mean, yeah, that would break my heart if you read that. And it's like, yeah. everybody's dreams like, I want to be a baseball player. I want to go to space. I want, yeah. I want a refrigerator full of food. Like a necessity. Yeah, so sad. That, but awesome for her. What's her name again? Her name is Lori Gerdahl. Lori Gerdahl, I mean, you are what makes teachers great. Shout out to you. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's time now for the investigative morning corny, where Amy poses that as a question, and we try to figure it out. Team, are you ready? We're ready. ready. It's me, Lunchbox, and Eddie. Amy, are you ready with the question? Ready. Let's go. The Morning Corny. What works faster than a calculator? 
but works faster than a calculator. Later. So it's got to be later because she's she emphasized later when she said calculator. Like Agreed. a calcu now. Yeah, but what's calcu now? But uh, now and later. That's all I have is now and later. That's the candy. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not that. It's not a so calcu. But it's now. but she 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 had to tell. Calcu- she said calculator. Calcu now. No, I said it that way. Yeah, it's calculator. It's, it's, my initial instinct was a calcu now, right. but I don't know that that's a word. No. What? What's the joke again? Amy? Do they always now? have to be words? Oh, then it's a calcu now because Amy's trying to make up for a bad joke. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 it's calcu now then. Are y'all done? <laughs> <laughs> Did we get it, Bones? Already? I guess, but it, it was not supposed to be that fast. You said. Calculator. <laughs> you did, Amy. Well, I wanted to give you a little wink, wink. But what is a okay. calcu now? It's, yeah, it's just a pl- it's just a way to be like, what's faster? What's faster? Okay, hit it, Ray. Okay, hit it. <laughs> the morning corny. What's faster than a calculator? A calcu now. No, you say. I know you what ask I'm saying, me. but I bet it's a calcu <laughs> now. No, we do this what's every time. What's faster than a calculator? A calcu now. Okay. Oh boy. Do you have another one? Y'all weren't supposed to be that good. Yeah, you You're one. normally not that fast. You tipped us off. I didn't yeah. mean to. Later. What's faster than a Because I was like, later. <laughs> I knew if I didn't do a little later, that there's no way you would get it. I think we could have got, <laughs> got that. I mean, that, that one. Do you have another one? Yeah. Ray, hit us again. Let's see if we can go two for two. Okay. The morning corny. What's another name for a frozen burrito? Another name for a frozen burrito, okay? An iced... A weapon? Burrito. <laughs> a iced. frozen burrito. Uh, uh, what's work? Frozen burrito. A chili? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Chili, because it's cold. A chili... Chili, chili sandwich. Chili, chili dog? A frozen burrito. Frozen. What's another name for a frozen burrito? It's about it being cold somehow. Cause it's not it, I see to a burrito burrito oh burrito burrito there we go. that's gotta be it that's it is that it well I don't know you have to hit the clip yeah. that's gotta be we it we just went two for two we're dominating these yeah. and I'm not even excited about a burrito. this why what's wrong with it we don't even know if we got it right yet okay uh, here you go the morning corny what's another name for a frozen burrito What's another name for a frozen burrito? A burrito. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Should I say it? Yeah, we did two for two. I mean, clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. Wait, why are you not excited? <laughs> yeah, are you not excited? I don't understand. We did good. I mean, yeah. we did good. Okay, here we go. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. This video of this alligator, like, biting on this girl's arm. Now, she's the handler of the alligator, and it's at a kid's birthday party. Do you guys see this on TikTok or yes. YouTube? Yes. Holy moly, it clamped onto her hand. And so it's a five-year-old's birthday party. This is from KUTV. The trainer, Lindsay Bull, was attacked during a routine feeding of an eight-and-a-half-foot male alligator. And it looks like it's in, like, a kiddie pool. If you're trying to, to, to visualize it. And they're looking through a window, and she's feeding it, and the gator just, boom, grabs her wrist. Mm. Now, she's trying to pull it out, and she can't get it out. But what happens is, and you see how gators take animals down— it does a flip and flips her under the water. Whoa. Oh, so there are crazy. people watching this. Ugh. One guy jumps into the pool, puts his arms around the gator. Another guy's like trying to pull her out of it. 
in the end, she's fine. Are these professionals? No, 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 no. These are people at the birthday party. party. Wow. She's the professional. <gasps> I'm going to play the audio of this. Here. Uh-oh, you want me to They had to kind of improvise a solution to get her out of there. Her hands messed up a little bit, but the gator went full lock, and it wasn't even the lock that was crazy to me. It's how the gator just took her and slammed her underneath the water. Mm. Like a wrestling move. Just like that's how they drown deer. Ugh. Dang. Humans. I mean, those poor kids. She said, I'm being treated with antibiotics, which I'm thankful for the infectious disease staff and what they were prepared to do. It is a wild video. It's easier to watch because you know she didn't die and she only was hit on the hand. But you got to see these people jump in to help her. Again, these are people at the birthday party. Wow. One jumps on the gator. One jumps behind her trying to pull her out of it. The gator's name was Darth Gator. (laughs) 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 We'll put it up if you want to see this video. And it's okay to watch because in the end, everybody's okay. But it does show you how those gators crush, man. And she's like, at first she's like, oh, uh oh, uh oh. And then once it slams her, she's like, oh my goodness, this is not good. Wild. Uh, shoppers at a grocery store were shocked to discover a 10-foot python slithering across oh. a shelf. Here we Why go. Why do we have two oh. reptile stories? I'm telling you guys. <laughs> Hillary Lee posted a video to Facebook that showed the large snake that she spotted on a shelf. She was shopping for dinner ingredients and came face-to-face with the python. Oh. It's terrible. Oh. A, a representative oh. of Woolworths said that workers cordoned off the area to keep customers safe. They called in a volunteer snake catcher. They got equipment, they got the snake, they put the snake back in the wild. But how about that? Let's see, I'll take some pork and beans. Ah! Snake! (laughs) Crazy. A a 10-foot python just chilling in the grocery store. So gross. That is wild. Thousands and thousands of people at Ranker.com have listed the best Disney songs of all time, and I have seven through one. We'll go down the list. What do you think is the best Disney song of all time? Akuna Matata. Oh, that's a good one. That's really good. Yeah. And everybody kind of knows it. And I don't think I've seen Lion King and even I know it. Akuna Matata means no worries. Right? Yeah. That's the, the rest one. of your days. I like the Phil Collins one from Tarzan. Just as a song. You'll be in my heart. Oh, yeah. That's good. That was a jam, right? That did make the list at number seven. Oh. You'll be in my heart. <laughs> that's a jam. I don't, I've never seen Tarzan either. The cartoon. Have you guys? No. 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 But I like that. I like that. And I think that was played on the radio like as a regular song. Oh, too. really? Mm-hmm. Uh, your favorite, Eddie? Oh, A Little Mermaid, Part of Your World, I believe it's called. Look yeah. at this stuff. That's a good one. Isn't it neat? Mm-hmm. Up where they walk. Come on. Up where they That's a good one. I'm surprised that was your favorite. But stay all day in the sun. Why? It's, oh, dude, this is so good. Could be part of your world. That world, I think it is. Uh, it's your world. Is it your world? I danced to this on Dancing with oh, the Stars. Oh, you did. That's on Disney right. Night. That's how I know it. You were the prince, and Sharna was Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Lunchbox. Well, I'm gonna have to say the Circle of Life. Oh, the Circle of Life. <laughs> I mean, it's all about. It's it's just so true. It hits you right in the heart. Like it's like it's true. things happen, and it's a circle of life. It's ah, it's good. Here are the top seven songs. Number seven, as I mentioned, Phil Collins. You'll be in my heart. From 1999, Tarzan. Where do you put that one through ten scale of liking it or loving it? Uh, probably ten. I, oh no, ten's high. Well, I'd say 10's one. A plus. No, I would. Go, I would go 
two. How do you not know how a one through ten scale I'm sorry, works? Sorry, <laughs> I was so off on that. No, I go two. It's not. It's not too crazy. Two means you hate it. It's, it's, it's not that good. Lunchbox one. Oh. I don't really know that song. Oh, I mean, I you? give it like a ten. I like it. <laughs> I don't think you guys know how one through ten work. See, Amy what? and I in the same way. Really, no, it's I the greatest it. Disney song of all time. Oh well, then it's a nine. You right. mean it's so right. close to being the greatest of all it's time? It's really good. Thank I you like very it. Much. All right, I like wow. it. I mean, it honestly is better than what either of them picked. You know what? Good for you guys. Okay. I like it. Okay. Thank you. Um, number six, Reflection by Christina Aguilera oh. from Mu- from Mulan in 1998. Girl, I see staring back at me. No. No. No, that's a one, man. Yeah. That's an eight. No, that's a one. <laughs> it's a four. You guys don't have to pick one or ten. One means it's the worst song yeah, ever, like, and ten I, means it, it's the greatest ever. It is. Ever. Like, I don't want to ever listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I'm with you, Amy. I don't know. I just don't like it. I'm with you. I don't think you guys get the concept of one through ten, but okay. Zero. Okay, okay. Um, uh, number five on the list is Hi Ho. Hi-ho. Oh, jam. From Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, 1937. Hi-ho. Hi ho! Here we go. Everybody now. Hi ho! Hi ho! That has lasted. It's off to work we go. What do you give that one? Ten. Five. (laughs) Five. That's a ten. You can't give everything a ten. (laughs) (laughs) It's a classic. You can't give everything a ten though. It's a classic. Okay, Uh, number four. Colors of the Wind. (laughs) Pocahontas. Nineteen ninety-five. What do you give that one, Eddie? Five? Right down the middle? Amy? Eight. Lunchbox? One. I don't know that song. I give it a three. It's fine. It's below average to me. But wow. Um, how about A Whole New World from Aladdin? Ooh. Ten. That's a ten, my friend. So good. Ten. That's one of the best Disney songs ever. Ten. Oh my God! This guy's driving me crazy. <laughs> yeah. Everything came in ten. I did it. I, I picked a but seven even, last time. Okay, I know. I or know. something like that. So seven. good. Uh, I okay. Bobby, what do you got? I give it a banana. I don't know. Give me a banana. What's it? Now he's saying the scale doesn't matter. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I, colors of the wind. No, no, no. Whole new world. Oh, a whole new world. <laughs> Aladdin. Seven. Oh, all right. Okay. Everything's gonna be a seven. Part of your world, Little Mermaid's number two. Up where yes. They walk, up where they run, up where they stay all day. You already know. It's a ten. I mean, six. Six. Bones. Eight. Strong. Yeah, eight for me is really good. That's your highest so far, I think. Probably, because that means it's really good. I think ten's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I hate all you guys right now. You're driving me crazy with your lack of skill. Okay, num- uh, number one, Elton John. Oh, Circle of Life. Can you feel the love tonight? Oh. I guess we already did Circle of you Life. Feel the love. What movie is that from? Lion King. Correct. That's the number one, according to Ranker. So Akuna Matata didn't even get ranked? Um, It is not in the top 13, no. No. Oh. Mm-hmm. What do you give that one? Ten. <laughs> no, no, no. Eight. Uh, what? Ten. ten. <laughs> Don't be silly, guys. It's so so I give good. it. A, I give it a eight. Eight. Yeah, it's a really good one. So your highest is eight. Wait, but what but about? But for me, ten is perfection. Okay. you can't even get to ten. Really, so what Disney scale. song is perfection to you? I don't know that there is one. But you chose what? the one that came in at number seven. You'll be in my heart. I probably put that at nine. Okay. 
so that's crazy. It's yeah. just impossible to reach 10, which is perfection. Oh, okay. Think, oh. Unless it's you guys and everything's a 10. I always perfection. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. I mean, uh, bibbity bobbity boo is pretty oh, good. Cinderella. TikTok ruined that one for me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> totally ruined that one. Um, Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. That's a pretty good one. Mary Poppins. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Ten. Ten. Fantastic. Three. All right. Well, I'm. I leave some segments. <laughs> Bewildered. And how they went that way. But I did like this segment. That was fun, huh? That was good. Anything with the Disney song is good. The question is, you get the chance to meet any celebrities you want. You get three celebrities. Bucket list celebrities. Who do you meet? I have mine. David Letterman, Howard Stern, Steve Carell. Crazy you've never met them. Any of them. Wow. Never even been close. Never been in the same room. Never been in the same building with any of them. David Letterman, Howard Stern, and because I love The Office so much, Steve Carell. Those would be my three. Amy? I want to hang out with Reese Witherspoon. You did see her for a second. I was with you when you saw her. Yeah, that's why I didn't know if that counted. She came out of a—we were backstage, and she exited a door, and I froze and started shaking and said hi to her. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, does that count? It's really a great moment. Um, (laughs) Who else? Uh, Julia Roberts. Okay. And Robin Roberts. You've talked to Robin Roberts on uh, Zoom, right? Zoom interview? I have not hung out with her in person. Well, what's cool is I have. Yeah. And she's great. I know. I can't. It'll happen one day, maybe. Yeah. I think so, too. We'll see. Eddie. Oh, mine's easy. Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam lives in Seattle, so he's probably listening right now. Eddie Vedder, we know you're listening on the bull. I would love 15 minutes to hang out. That'd be really cool. And then Bob Dylan, one of my favorites. He's still alive. Don't know how much longer he's going to be alive, so I want to hang out with Bob Dylan. And then lastly, my favorite, the GOAT, Tom Hanks. Woo! How cool would it be to sit down and hang out and talk to Tom Hanks for 15 minutes? That would be pretty cool. He's around sometimes. I know. Rita Wilson. She's singing. Country music singer, so she's at the Opry. I, I always, driving into work, I kind of keep my eye out. For Tom Hanks? Just in case. <laughs> Lunchbox? Easy. The greatest of all time, Tina Turner. I mean, I'll never meet her because she doesn't live in America, but whatever. Uh, and then I couldn't decide between Kim K and Kylie Jenner. What? So Ooh, those are your ones. two? No, no, no. So I just didn't put them on the list because I couldn't. I don't want to fight over them, too. So I put CT from The Challenge. Who's that? CT, I mean, come on. He's, he's like from, way back. No, no, hair. he's still around. You could probably go to his house. <laughs> no, right. he just, he won last season. Like, you could probably he, do a human cameo with him for like 50 bucks, huh? Although there is something impressive. If he's still around, he has definitely made a very nice career. And here. he won last season. Like everybody underestimated him because of dad bod and he still won the whole thing. And he's back this season and he's in shape. <laughs> dad oh, bod. Wow. Okay. So CT, go ahead. Yeah. CT, Tina Turner, and I would say Chelsea from Team Mom. Interesting. I would just choose Kim K. I, I mean, yeah. Okay. I mean, Kim K is pretty hot, too. You've met Team Moms, though, right? I have right. met, but I haven't met Chelsea. Okay. okay. Is her last name Hauska? Hauska, yeah. Chelsea Hauska. Sometimes I see her on uh, TMZ. Yeah. And I don't really know who it is. And I look in and I'm like, oh, that's yes. who it is. Yeah, she's kind of controversial. She's great. She's yeah. awesome. And she's supposed <laughs> to be coming to town. I uh, think of every way we listed, the only people we could actually get are two of Lunchboxes. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Scooby, can you get CT on? Oh my yeah. gosh, if you get CT on! I don't know who he is, but I'm sure I could easily get it. Oh, it you, happen, be, yeah. you don't act like you don't know who CT is. I really is. don't. I know a lot about that world, but I don't know that. Hey, it doesn't mean he's not awesome. CT, yeah. let me tell you about CT. His 
career path on the challenge has been unbelievable. He's the most feared dude ever in the history of the, the world of the challenge. He used to like whoop people. I mean, fight. And he stuck around all the time. He's 40 years old, still winning hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, he's incredible. I, I would have said bananas, but I met bananas, so I can't say him. Like one time they had a challenge where they're both on the ground and they have to, they have strapped to each other's back and you have to knock a trash can over and that, whoever's eliminated, CT picked bananas up on his back and carried them like a little baby and knocked over. I mean, the most dominating elimination in the history of the challenge. I think we could probably get this guy on the show. Oh, my. even if it's on the phone. I don't even know what to say. I'd be so nervous. Well, it'll be your big interview. I would be freaking out. I don't even know what to ask him. Man. Hey, Scuba, you have 12 people here. Yeah. By the end of the year, how many do you think you could get on the air via phone? Over under is three, team. Do you think he can get over under three? Yes. Over. 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 You don't know why? Because two of mine he can get. Chelsea. You think he Chelsea Houska? Yes. I get Chelsea and get CT. Those are easy. Okay. Whoa, whoa. Don't call my but people But it's over easy. three. Okay. It's and then three. Oh, and yours are going to be tough, well, Bobby. Two years I've been working on since I started this show. So, <laughs> really? So, yes. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I think he could get Reese Witherspoon or Robin Roberts. Yep. Okay. There's 12 people, Scuba. Yes. See who you can get. Okay. All right. I'll work it. Oh, my gosh. Can guys. I change one of mine? No, no, not now that we're going to get him on the air. No. Why? <gasps> who would you change it to? Oprah. Oh, yeah. That would have been a good one. That would have been a good one if you'd have picked it. And so would Kim K or Kylie. But yeah. instead, we picked. Well, Julia Roberts, I still CT. would love to meet her. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I've loved her for since I was a kid. Oh, you think you get Kim K on here? That'd be no. awesome. Well, I'd be like, "What up, girl?" She may want no, to talk about. No, you wouldn't be like, "What that? up, girl?" You yeah. wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, what else would I say to her? Like, she I mean, has a lot to say lately yeah, she, about like prison she reform. Actually, and, yeah, really smart. What yeah, else would you say to her? Yeah, she's doing a lot of amazing things. She just, she just took the bar. Yeah, and she didn't pass the first time, but she. She was fighting COVID at the time. She had to take the. the She's first trying ball. to be a lawyer. Yes. Oh yeah, that She's already lawyer, working in. She's the actually law really she smart. Yes, and and get, maybe we should get her on. Oprah just put in out person. a book. Not okay. So she might want right. to promote it. <laughs> there you have it, folks. She needs it. You learned a little about us. Those are three people we would meet if we could. Ray, who's yours? Uh, did you choose Kim K? If she's taken, <laughs> then I'll swap over to Kourtney Kardashian. Give me her, Elon Musk, and then LeBron James. Okay. Uh, so you can good. hang out with anybody? Yeah. Those three? Okay. You don't have to get those three, Ray. Or uh, Scuba. Okay, I won't. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Back in 2007, Drew and Kayla got married, and they had a wedding, a video of their wedding, right? And so they go to their honeymoon, they come back, and they're like, hey, let's watch our, our wedding video. And they put the tape in, VHS tape, and it's blank. There's nothing on there. Well, great. Our wedding video, we just got ripped off. There's nothing on there. So they just lived life. 14 years later, present day, their friend calls them, say, hey, man, I work at the old church you got married at. There's there's a safe there with a bunch of videos. My job was to look through them. I found your wedding video. So he calls Drew, the husband, up, and Drew says, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. I got an idea. I'm going to rent a, a theater. And I'm going to tell my wife that it's her favorite movie and we're going to go and invite all our friends and it's going to be our wedding video for the first time in 14 years. <laughs> awesome. She's going to watch it. That's pretty How awesome. How cool is that? That's pretty cool. The one they found it. Yes. And then also he did that. It's weird that they just gave up after like, right after they're like, oh, the VHS tape is blank. They didn't call anyone or the videographer or nothing. I guess. Maybe just, they did. Maybe the videographer's like, hey, I gave it to you. Yeah. I mean, if it, it, is, it is what it is. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Is it, well, I mean, we got ours back. But it's have you watched it? It's digital. Yeah. Is that cool? Yeah. Why Man, are you saying it so like yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. 
I, I feel like you're because when I did mine, I mean, I watched it once and I've never seen it since I got married. What, 16 years ago? I would say the difference is, and I haven't. I've watched it maybe twice. Once with Caitlin, kind of once a time after that. The difference would be from when you were married, you had to go get a tape. Put it in. VHS, sit down. Yeah. I can literally go in five seconds watch any of it on my phone. Yeah. Not that I'm watching it every week. I might. <laughs> <laughs> you won't. <laughs> all right, that's a good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. We'd love for you to be a part of this show. 877-77-BOBBY. That's our phone number. 877-77-BOBBY. It is now the time of the morning where we catch up on what is basically the most entertaining news stories that I found. Not always the most hard-hitting, but like the most entertaining stories that I found of the day. Bobby's Big Stories. Health experts say if you're trying to lose weight, do not drink beer. How heavy does beer feel? Very heavy. Even after one, you're like, oh, that was pretty heavy. Health experts say it's better to drink soda if you have to drink something. Wow. Oh. Which soda's terrible for you. I love soda, though. <laughs> I do love a Coke. Every six months, I'll have a Coke at dinner. And it burns so good. Like, it goes down my chest bones, and it feels like this. <sighs> it, it, just, it feels so good. But what's crazy about beer is you can drink six of them, and it's like, all right, give me another. But Coke, there's no way you can drink, like, six sodas. I would disagree. Back in my heyday, uh-uh. I could rock a three-liter of Mountain Dew in a meal. Oh, yeah. Oh. I used to a drink- meal. Bologna sandwiches, white bread, bologna sandwiches, tons of mustard, and a three-liter Mountain Dew. Dang I can do that dude. for lunch or dinner. Wow. And don't make an Arkansas joke. No, no, no. I wasn't even thinking it. Mm, somebody <laughs> was. But, okay. Sodas are... It's almost like the breakfast thing I read. That to be healthy, it's better to eat a piece of pizza than a bowl of cereal. Sugar cereal. Really? But just because of what's in it. Like the nutritional value of it. The average beer has 100 calories. But we drink far more beers than soda, so that adds up to being about 500 calories in a sitting. Boom. Do you ever just drink one beer? Uh, yeah, I do. All the time. But usually you're just like, ah, let me have one more. If you drink beer, you're not going to lose weight for the most part. That's tough. For me, I've tried to cut out sugar because I just I'm, I have IBS. Not the most glamorous of S's. To have, yeah. <laughs> it isn't, but I'll be honest with you. It sucks. My stomach would hurt 23 hours of the day until I started to take this medicine. Now it's I'm miserable for four hours. Because I, it's just basically it just punches everything through, and so I've cut sugar for the most part. I did like two weeks solid with no sugar at all, and then I started to dabble. And where I get into trouble is when I dabble because I don't dabble. It's like I go, let me. I like lick something with sugar on it, and then I cannonball in because there's no. But I'm trying to. I, I'm gonna have to go get a colonoscopy. I know. Oh, I mean, I think you should. That's just. I mean, plus yeah. you're 41 now. I think that that's the smart thing to do. Just even if you were feeling okay. They say the doctor told me that most people don't need a colonoscopy until they're 50. Proactive. Let's be proactive here. You can do it at 41. I don't want to be proactive about something going on my butt, though. <laughs> I, it, like there's a lot of things I'm proactive on. A camera to be specific. Yeah, I need. I'm gonna need to do it. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I just am not healthy in my my stomach, and I eat right. I do. Um, but that IBS stuff is tough. Everybody out there with IBS, I salute you because it is a tough journey. We're all fighting together. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Maryland man wins $20,000 after switching his numbers last minute. A Maryland man is bringing home thousands of dollars thanks to his indecisiveness. The guy who was going by the name Mr. Lucky because he do not want to say his name. He said he always plays the numbers 1, 2, 6, and 7. He said, but I don't know. Something said play 12. So right when he got there last minute, Ugh. he changed it to 12. Good for him. 
That's hard for anyone. Twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> Why you should always wait ten seconds to respond during an intense conversation. This is from INC. The ten second rule is your friend. Counting ten Mississippi could be all that's separating you from a breakup or getting fired at work. When conversations start taking a turn for the intense, take a moment before you say something that you can't take back. If you take that moment and you still want to say it, then go ahead and say it. I'm very, I'm, for me, it's tough. I want to react all the time. I've gotten better. I've gotten better. I'm, I'm a better just sit there and listen, even though inside my my IBS starts to battle me. <laughs> like it, I'm not, it's not even hurting, but it's like getting angry for me. <laughs> According to Jason Atten from INC, a 10 second pause initially freezes the crazy cycle. Instead of blurting out a response, pause, chill. It's just 10 seconds. They're not saying sleep on it. Wait 10 seconds. Although that would be awkward if somebody yells at you and you go, They're like, are you listening to me? Eight Mississippi. Nine Mississippi. Hello! Ten Mississippi. I hate you! (laughs) If you both are trying to abide by that, this conversation could get really long. A meet the teacher event gets ugly over masks when a parent rips a mask off a teacher's face. Oh, here we go. Uh Simmering tensions over mask rules in Texas school districts have culminated uh, to a parent ripping a mask off a teacher's face. This is happening all over the place. Awful. Hey, listen, I like masks. I've never been an anti-masker. But I liked masks before the pandemic. I would get on an airplane and wear a mask because I don't want people to sit next to me. And I felt like if I wore a mask, I wasn't going to get sick because doctors wear masks when they're doing surgery. We have to stop touching each other. We have to stop. Unless someone gives you the right to touch them, I don't care if it's mask or not. Don't touch somebody else. Don't grab somebody. Don't grab their mask. Don't pull their hat off their head. This is... Obviously, masks are a contentious thing now because some people are like, no masks. I love masks. But don't touch people. You guys are crazy. Touch me. See what happens. Well, probably not thinks I'm a wimp. But still, <laughs> I like to say that. Like, touch Man, me. Ripping a mask off someone's it's face stupid. is yeah. crazy. They should have paused for 10 seconds before they did that. One. <laughs> two. They, the incidents occurred at a meet the teacher event per CBS Austin. You can't touch, you can't grab people anyway. If someone has like a button on their shirt you don't like, a political candidate or a sports team that you hate, you you can't go and grab it off of them. Do not touch people. You will get punched. Not by me because I'm a wimp. But other people, you guys got to chill out. Just, Just... don't you wish the earth would just chill out for a minute? Yes, yes it's please. It's so divided right now. The weird thing is, oh. it is not divided in other countries. It's only political here in America. Wow. Other countries, it is not divided. Leave it to us. Yes, leave it to America. Mm-hmm. To, and, and by the way, everybody, the, the vaccine, there aren't chips in there controlling you. There are chips in our phones. The chips in our phones are controlling us. And watch, they already got us. They don't need to put it in a vaccine. They're controlling us on our phones. They're watching me right now. Hey, look, now, nah, Eddie, they're watching you. Yes. I have yeah. my phone turned oh, to you. Oh, wow, my goodness. No, hey, everyone. If you don't think we're being monitored <laughs> by our phones, I go one conspiracy to the other. I'm like, no conspiracies, guys. <laughs> they're watching us on our phones. Okay, there you go. Thank you, guys. That's the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. All right, let's go talk to Mary in Alabama who called. And uh, Mary, glad you called. What would you like to say? Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. I was I was uh, listening to you talking about hugging, and um, you know I'm a natural born hugger. It's been one of the hardest things for me during this pandemic is to stop myself from hugging people. Oh, hugging's fine. I, I was I wasn't meaning hugging. I was meaning people like pushing you, grabbing you, taking stuff off of you. If you're a hugger, you're a hugger. 
I mean, I still hug people. I will ask. I'll be like, hey, you mind if I give you a little hug here? But I wasn't meaning hugging. I'm talking about somebody grabbing a mask off somebody's face and ripping it off. I'm talking about somebody put anything aggressive, any kind of touch. Don't, don't touch people. Hugging's fine. Hugging's unless, not aggressive. Hugging's loving unless somebody just doesn't want to be hugged. Yeah, or she's an aggressive hugger. Oh, yeah. Do, do, you, do you hurt when you <laughs> hug? No, I'm not an aggressive hugger. No, I, I definitely did not mean hugging. You know how some people are. They just like to grab people. Like, don't be grabbing people, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm a hugger. If I saw you, I'd probably hug your neck. I get it. I would hug your neck for sure. The only thing that I don't like, Mary, because I do, I'll, I'll hug. I don't like people grab me and kiss me that I don't know. Because that don't happen sometimes in meet and greets. Kiss you? Oh, on the, like, on the like cheek. a, oh, oh, wow. And they're just like, oh, and I understand it's coming from a great place. But they will grab like my face and kiss me on the, on the, fa- I don't like that. I'm a germ guy anyway, not a bit, not big into germs. And so for me to even hug somebody I don't know, I'm okay with that now. Because I, it's love. I like love. But I don't like when someone kisses me without asking. Heck, don't even ask. I don't want to be kissed. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. What if it not even like a if it's someone from a different culture that might be like left, oh, right? Oh yeah, like French. Are hey, you okay with that? Bonjour, Pierre. This is America. I don't need to be kissed. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm in France, and okay, I'm open to it because I'm there. <laughs> you know, I'm in their culture. I should know their culture's <laughs> rules. Right. But I'm not trying to do that here. But uh, yeah, Mary, you and I, we're still cool. Hug away. Okay. Great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Uh, let me go over and talk to Ryan, who called us from Florida. Ryan, what's going on? Good morning, Bobby. Morning, studio. Morning. Yeah, I got two bones. I got to pick with Bobby Bones here in that last segment. Let's go. For one, where in the world can I get a three-liter Mountain Dew? Because you said it twice. I thought maybe it was a mistake. I know no. two-liter Mountain <laughs> Dew, but if there's three-liter Mountain Dews, you got to tell me where I can find that. You can find it in the year 2002. That's pretty much where I was drinking them like crazy. Yes, there's still two. I don't know if they still make. The I government was probably like, that's bad for people. We got no more than two liters. Yeah, like you can sell Mountain the FDA, Dew, but like. The, the CDC put out a rule, only two liters at a time, guys. Um, I don't know anymore if they make three liters, but I used to drink a three liter a day whenever I was in college and even out of college. So um, here you go. You can still get three liter bottles in some dollar stores. The extra liter in one container just wasn't enough to make people buy it. So, so if you go to, like, Dollar General, maybe they have three-liter bottles. Leftover from 2002. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I was with my friend Scotty, who lives in Arkansas, and we were together a couple weeks ago when I was back home. And we went, and I was drinking water because it was a really hot day, and he was drinking Mountain Dew. And I was like, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Like, I mean, it is good. I used to, my, my concoction, and I, it just makes me feel great. Maybe I need to do it today. Diet Mountain Dew mixed with Midol. If you, I, well, whatever. I, I don't know. I always like lean. Listen, <laughs> that is like, yes, that is like my drink. Did you hear a rapper talking about that happening? and make it? Or? It's like if I was having a bad day, even if I didn't like need Midol, which is, you know, a girl's monthly friend, I I would just, I would go to the gas station, get a Midol and a Diet Mountain Dew, and I was like, my world was changed. I just hate diet anything. Well, whatever. T- t- put, for you, do a regular with a Midol. It might work. <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, what's your other bone to pick? Well, you said piece of pizza, and everyone knows it's a slice of pizza, mm-hmm. not a piece of pizza. Interesting. Know. Interesting. Again, I'll just go back to where I'm from, Arkansas. We don't call it a slice of pizza. Yeah. It's a piece of pizza. Give me a piece of pizza. Yeah. I think the more northeast and eastern you go, and maybe even western, but like for the most part in the south and the midwest, I think it's a piece of pizza. I I don't know. I'm just guessing, but like, yes, in the East, like it's very common to go somewhere and just buy a slice. But like where I grew up, we were always ordering 
big pizzas, so it wasn't. Yeah, how many pizzas that's... do you want? Yeah. Yeah, sounds right. Eddie, you're still a pizza guy. If the kids go, hey, let me get a blank of pizza. It's a piece of pizza. Yes. It's not a slice. Yeah. But you know what? I've never called it a pie either, and people like to call it a pie. Very regional, though. And that's real people. Like, if you're calling it a a slice of pie, (laughs) like, you deserve pizza because you're probably saying the right thing. It's Mm -hmm. the real deal. Yeah. I'm all like, give me a piece of that pizza. (laughs) Uh, Ryan, so you just got uh, bullied by a whole group of people on the radio, so you lose, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. Hey, I put a Facebook post out and slice the pizza one, so... Oh, he pulled oh, America. He set us up. A Facebook <laughs> poll. Okay. Hey, Ryan, appreciate that call. Hey, thank you, man. I know you're busy this morning, so thanks for calling. Thanks. All right. See you later. All right. So it's her 21st birthday party. There's this girl. That's a big birthday party. You're 21 years old. Like, let's go. And so she's like, I have an announcement to make. And she gets up and she announces that she is engaged at her 21st birthday. Super sweet. Yeah. Right? Okay. She's engaged to her stepbrother. No. <laughs> oh my I mean, legal. And her family does not support her decision. Yeah. A woman from the U.S. revealed that her sister is marrying her stepbrother. The older sister, 23, explained she grew up with her stepbrother who used to bully her. But, again, it's not blood. Right. It's totally fine. Totally fine is tough for me to say. But totally fine <laughs> in that, like... In the legal sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's like, weird. It's just... It's unfortunate how they met. Yeah. Because what if they're really in love? I need to love? know the nuance of this story. Okay. The, the small details, meaning if they're together at age three and four and they grow up together mm. all the way, that to weird. me is mm-hmm. weird. Because they grew up as a brother-sister. They grew up so brother-sister, the only thing that's not going to be brother-sister is probably the genetics getting all tangled up. That's, but, we, that's, but we don't know how long they've been... Well, the woman believed to be from the U.S., who was 23, revealed that her sister, 21, grew up with the stepbrother. Grew up. When their parents got together. But it just says grew up. Mm-hmm. But like, that means they grew up. Well, then up. what's the age then? What about, let me throw one at you. 15. Fine. Fi- what if, so you meet at 15. Your parents get together at And you're 15. 15 and 16 years old. Or you're two 15-year-olds. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's old enough to where you're not... You didn't grow up together because you're already becoming. In three more years, you're an adult. Twelve. Uh, mm, that's still hard. Because <laughs> at twelve, you're already having crush on girls and guys, so you already know what's attractive. You're on the cusp. Not. Yeah. What's the cusp? Twelve. Twelve. Twelve's the cusp for sure. Twelve seems a little young for me. It needs to maybe at least be thirteen. No, <laughs> I, I mean for my comfortability, it should be around sixteen. Okay. Caitlin is your perfect match, right? Okay. Okay. So let's say she became your stepsister at 12. If I was 12, she would be one and a half. Okay. (laughs) And that would be weird. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) This doesn't work, Amy. Okay. Since this is all. That's like some Twilight (laughs) stuff right there. (laughs) Since this is all hypothetical, let's Uh pretend you and Caitlin are the same age and you become brother and sister step. At 12, I just don't think I would allow it to happen, especially, or I wouldn't allow it to happen ever until we got older. 21. But we would never do, we wouldn't be engaged at 21. Okay. Maybe we go after college. We st- I don't know. Ugh, it's you're weird. not playing It's along. just a, I know, it's just a weird, <laughs> creepy feeling to me. Even though legally, mm-hmm. even though, you know, with genetically, bloodlines, it's all good. Yeah. Now, now think about the parents, though. Like, this is where you have to step in and you got to say, this is where we stand. It's but you Jen have no and Bra- Bobby Brady getting married. Totally. It's crazy. But again, good I just luck. Don't- I hope they love each other, and it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. The kids are going to be fine. Not born with three eyes or a tail, you know? That's all we want, (laughs) our healthy kids.
A woman learns her boyfriend is cheating from sleep talking. An unfaithful man added himself by mistake when he was asleep. According to his now ex, Bailey Hunter, he was talking in his sleep, and he said the name of the woman he was cheating with. She did some internet detective work, talked to the woman, and then kicked the guy out. Here's a clip from her TikTok. So we were laying in bed, and in his sleep, he said a girl's first and last name. So I get out of bed, and I look up this girl on Facebook, and I notice how she's married, and she has kids, so I don't really think too much of it. And when he wakes up in the morning, I ask him about her, and he was like, oh, it's just some girl I went to high school with. But I wasn't fully convinced, so I messaged the girl, and I was like, hey, I'm so-and-so's girlfriend. I was just wondering if you guys have talked recently. And the way she responded is what put me even more on edge. She was like, you need to mind your own business. You're just his crazy ex-girlfriend. Oh, the oh. crazy ex-girlfriend thing, yeah. Oh. But let me say, for the record and for every man out there, even for women, I don't know, uh, but but mostly, it is, what we say in our sleep hasn't it doesn't indicate what's really happening in our lives. I talk all the time in my sleep. If Caitlin was investigating everything I said in my sleep, I don't know that I say people's names, but she'd be investigating TV shows, <laughs> cousins, trips. I mean, I just make noises sometimes when I sleep. I think you're right, but in this case, he's guilty as charged. Yeah, the whole that that other girl did not. Did not do him but, good. But no. the key thing to me is that the girl she reached out to said, you're his crazy ex-girlfriend. So oh, he did the boy lie that. and say, hey, yeah. I'm not, I'm not yeah, with yeah, anybody? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We all caught on to that Later. one. <laughs> Uh, TikTok is so weird for me though because I feel like people just want to get views. So I, sometimes, I always, my first thing is like, is this even real? Mm-hmm. Me too. But then I like, it's entertainment, I believe it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like a TV show. <laughs> nah, yeah. well, <laughs> hey, I don't know that it's not, so I'm going to believe that it's real. Uh, why don't we go over and take a couple calls from Janie in Texas, who was on the phone. Janie, appreciate you calling. What's going on? Hey, I'm with y'all. It is a piece of pizza. If you're from Texas, I would assume. I, I do think it's I regional. Am. Yeah. I am. Y'all remember that that Little Caesars commercial from a long time ago, Pizza Pizza? Yeah, Little Caesars. Pizza Pizza. 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 Yeah. I'm sure my friends and I were totally convinced it was Pizza Pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pizza Pizza. Pizza Pizza. All right. Hey, thank you yeah. for that. And, yeah. and this is not a big debate. I admit I'm probably wrong when it comes to who invented pizza. I mean, pizza is Italian. I'm, I'm sure they have a slice of pie, which turned into a slice of pizza, which turned into me going, a piece of pizza. Yeah, and the pie came from pizza pie. A pizza. Right? <laughs> is pizza, it? I mean, I'm assuming. It, I don't know. Uh, we're open for business, folks. 877-77-BOBBY. Call us if you'd like to talk. we got a couple things we're going to do in a second. I have country headlines of the last 24 hours. I have, I want to know your favorite Tim McGraw song. Ooh, easy. Give me your one. I'm going to tell you why we'll talk about Tim McGraw in a second. And Tim, if you're listening, our number is 877-77-BOBBY. He has it saved. Does he call the hotline when he calls, or does he call the regular line? No. Scuba Steve. He'd be the hotline, but he's been in studio a lot lately, but it'd be hotline. But he's called the show just randomly before. Has he? Call- yeah, has he called call the hotline or the request line, Ray? Do you know? It's got to be the hotline. You're saying recently he's just called into the show? It's I feel been like it's a been year a while. Or so. Oh, maybe, maybe longer. Maybe a couple there years. was one he was taking his kids to school. Yeah, and I think calling. it was. A and we didn't believe line. him. We were like, <laughs> we were like, <laughs> I mean, who's your dad? And he was like, Tug. Okay, finish the blank. Indian blank. Uh, Outlaw. Outlaw. Uh, it's him. Ah, it's Tim, everybody. <laughs> Tim McGraw has a new song called 7500 OBO, and 
OBO is, or best offer, like trying to sell a truck, like an old truck. Uh, here's a clip of the new Tim McGraw song. Now there's a perception in the window. Yeah, cause if I'm gonna let her go, I gotta let it go. Yeah, it's gotta go. So, it's 7500 OBO. Thinking last night after listening to the song, what is my favorite Tim McGraw song? I don't think Tim McGraw gets the credit he deserves because had Tim McGraw retired 10 years ago, he'd be one of the greatest of all time and he'd be a legend. Yes. But instead of retiring, Tim McGraw just continued to pump out hits and he's current while also being a legend. It's a wild thing that I think only two artists are doing right now Kenny Chesney and Tim McGraw. Even Garth Brooks, who in my mind is the greatest of all time, gave it up for a while. Like, he's back now, and we're just like, it's Garth, the greatest from when we were kids. Mm -hmm. Kenny and Tim McGraw are still as relevant today as they were 25 years ago, and that is so rare in any creative industry, in any sort of art. It's wild to be able to maintain at that level. So I was thinking, what's my favorite Tim McGraw song? And I have a top five here. Number five is My Best Friend from 1999. Oh, it's so good. Most of his songs that I like are from when I was younger. I'll be yeah. honest. Um, I do have uh, coming up one a little older. At number four, not, and I wouldn't listen to this one just if I'm putting it on a McGraw playlist, but I can't deny that it is one of the most influential love songs in the history of love songs. It's Your Love, it's your 1997. Love. Both of them. With faith, yeah. The song was everywhere. I mean, you can't name 10 love songs in country music that aren't, that are, that's better than that, you know? It's so good. It's your love. Uh, number three, Over and Over. And this is the controversial oh, one. Oh, Over and Over. <laughs> yeah. With <laughs> Melly. Yes. Yeah. I couldn't stop listening to it. And this, you really heard everywhere because it was on pop and country. It was everywhere. I mean, turn, turn this one up. I could listen to this one today. <laughs> For McGraw to do this in 2004, it was like earth-shattering that a country yeah. artist would do this with a hip-hop artist. gutsy. Like today, people are doing it, and it's just another song out another place. But in 2004, for Tim McGraw to do a song with Nelly, <laughs> everybody's eyes got big. They're like, what? It was so good, though. I love Over and Over. It's my controversial pick. Number two is Don't Take the Girl, 1994. Come on. Take Tommy Thompson. Take my best friend. And then number one. I mean, it's the OG. It's the one where I was like, I like this guy. Indian Outlaw. Oh, yeah. Because I'm an Indian Outlaw. Half Cherokee and Choctaw. My baby, she's a Chippewa. She's a one of a kind. Yeah. And so the Choctaws, very prevalent in Arkansas. Oh. Even in my lineage a bit. And so I was always pretty like, that's my guy. (laughs) (laughs) As I felt. What percentage are you? Uh, (laughs) Caitlin's far more Native American than I am, but she's from Oklahoma and has a lot in her. Um, But I'm always like, yeah, whatever, I'm Choctaw. Yeah. (laughs) 
my people. And she, and she goes, you only heard it from the song. I'm like, no, I did not. And then I pulled up a map of Arkansas, and I was like, look, what does that say right there? Choctaw. <laughs> Cherokee people! Oh, I just said Choctaw people. Yeah. Now you're talking about me. Uh, Amy, your number one Tim McGraw song. I, mine's Best Friend. I love it. Number one, huh? Yeah, number one. Yeah, good one. Eddie? I mean, Tim's my guy, and there's a lot to choose from, but man, I love something like that. When that comes on, it just takes me back. She was killing me in that mini skirt. Woo! Hold on, wait for it. Down, down, down. I worked so hard for that first kiss. And a heart don't forget something like that. I like it right now. I like the end, though. A heart don't forget. Whoa! A heart don't forget. <laughs> so good. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. I had not thought of that one, Eddie. That's oh, I love so good. It. it was going to be like six or seven. Oh, it was, right, it was right coming up. Where does that take you back to? Because I can specifically picture people it doesn't. that I was with. That's why it wasn't my top five. Mm. Oh. <laughs> it doesn't. I liked it. It would come on. I, all I think about is that line, barbecue stand in my white t-shirt. Yeah. She was killing me in that. Manny <laughs> I know the words of the song, but I just think of barbecue stand in my white t-shirt. Because I was like, that's me. A <laughs> uh, sloppy eater? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, lunchbox? Oh, it's easy. Truck yeah. Truck yeah. yeah. It's like a party song. All his other ones are kind of sappy. He starts his show with this, or at least has for a long oh, time. Oh, so good. Don't know if he's doing it this tour, but it is like Metallica is about to come out on stage. Fire. It's fire. And you're like, what's about, is Slipknot about to come out? Did I, <laughs> did I buy tickets to the wrong show? And then he comes out and he goes hard on yeah. Truck Yeah. And he's like, Little Wayne bouncing on the iPod. Everybody got all. And you're like, oh, okay. That's, yeah, jams. Do you have one, Ray, at all? Yeah, when we first moved here, I really didn't listen to Tim growing up, but I did Southern Girl. It was 2013. Oh, yeah. oh, That's a good one. Like a Southern Girl. Southern Girl, rock my world. <laughs> jam. That's a jam. A couple headlines in country music news. Uh, Garth Brooks has decided to cancel, possibly postpone the rest of his shows. And I see people upset at Garth Brooks because he did this. <laughs> Let me commend Garth Brooks for a second. It's so rare these days that someone will put what they believe way over money. Even if you don't believe the same thing Garth Brooks believes, because Garth is like, hey, listen, COVID's going around. I don't want to have a show with 70,000 people packed together. I don't want to be the reason that people get it and possibly some people die. So he goes, I'm going to forego millions and millions of dollars doing what I love more than anything to make sure that people are okay. Now, if you don't believe that, that's on you. That's for you. But you're going to be mad at Garth Brooks for giving up tons of money doing what he loves to do more than anything because of what he feels is not right. You could take Garth Brooks and and even this exact situation and, and, and put it anywhere, and you should applaud people who stand up for what they believe in if they're giving up a lot to do it. And I just look at social media and I just want to slap them in the face, but I don't touch people in the last segment. Also, I don't want to get beat up, so I don't slap people. But I'll say it one more time for the people in the back. You think he wanted to do this? No. He gave up millions and millions of dollars. He had to give up jobs for people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's hard. That, I, that, that I'm sure he's just going to pay. So he's probably going to lose money by doing this. So for people to get mad at Garth Brooks, which is what I was seeing online, it blows my mind. 
And I'm not mad at people for still, who are still having shows. But Garth did this because it's what he believed in. And at a time where people aren't doing things for... They're, they're just like, you know what? I'm just going to take the money. I don't get, he didn't do that. I know. And, and I just feel like I... If if the missing out on a Garth Brooks concert is what you have to get all worked up and upset about right now, that's funny. Well, everybody gets upset about everything. Well, I know, I, I, but it's like not you're... surprising to me that people get upset about dumb things. Ugh. Like Carrie Underwood liked a tweet where they were like, "Hey, don't wear masks in school," and the internet melted. And I'm like, guys, Carrie Underwood gets to have her opinion, and she gets to like things. If she doesn't like masks in schools, she gets to have that opinion. Like, why are we both? Why are we melting the internet down? Mm-hmm. So, but people will get up. I'm, you know what? I had a, a peanut M&M today. They suck compared to normal M&Ms. Canceled, Bobby. Well, you're a cancel culture. We hate you. Said that. It, it's, it happens all the time. People have nothing better to do. Yeah. Or and and people don't have. Vo- they feel like they don't have a voice. So the voice they get is their keyboard, and they're like, "Well, I'm not being heard anywhere else. So I'm just going to be extremely vocal or extremely angry in this area." Yeah. All caps, probably. Sometimes. All caps, though, I feel like they're crazy. If, they're, if it's all caps, I'm like, even if they're angry, I'm like, all right, they're just a little too nutty for me to even read it. <laughs> it's like next you know, all level. All caps is next level. Uh, you guys can hit us up if you want. 877-77-BOBBY. Let me grab a Sherry in Missouri because she is calling about Tim McGraw, and I, and I want to get this before we get away from it. Hi, Sherry. Thank you for calling. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. What's going on? I was just listening to your show, and my favorite song of all time by Tim McGraw is Angry All the Time. Don't know it. I'll be honest with you. Can you it's sing- on his Set This Circus Down album. Sing it to me. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Come on. I thought that was Lord, no, you'll have people shutting your radios off. Is this it? <laughs> yep. Let me hear a little bit of this. like it so far here we are what is left of a husband and a wife with four good kids who have a way of getting on with their lives and i'm not old but i'm getting a whole lot older every day it's too late to keep Going crazy, I've got to get away. The reasons that I can't stay don't have a thing to do with being in love. And I understand that loving a man shouldn't have to be this rough. And you ain't the only one who feels like this world's left you far behind. Is that a diss track? Dang. No, I know it. Now that I... Y'all don't know this? No. I've oh, never heard I, that. I, I really know it. And for whatever reason, I'm like, where, what year did this come out? It came out in 2001. Okay. Because I'm trying to picture where I am because it's I'm you're, feeling you're, you're emotion 20. listening yeah, to it. Sometimes songs take you somewhere, but that's... feel sad I don't for know if him. this was like a single. Maybe not. Kaylin's favorite song is uh, She's Like the Rain from Tim McGraw. Uh. And I'm like, that's a, that's a, a bad pick for favorite. It's <laughs> a she, lot of good ones out there. And she's like, no, it is absolutely my favorite Tim McGraw song. We had this debate, Eddie and I and Caitlin, and we're like, of all these great songs, your favorite song is She's Like the Rain. And she's like, there's not a better one. <laughs> she wouldn't back down. And I listened to like 12 of them. <laughs> these are better. No, they're not. 
Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from England. A 67-year-old man walked into a bank, slid the teller a note, and it said, I am robbing you. Give me the money. Only problem is he had bad handwriting, and the teller's like, I I can't read this. I can't read this. And he was trying to stay low-key, and he finally yelled, I'm robbing you. Attracted the attention of security guard. He was arrested. Yeah, bad handwriting. (laughs) Just take it back and rewrite it in manuscript, (laughs) not in cursive. That's it. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Does anyone have T-Mobile as their provider? No. No. Well, T-Mobile has confirmed that millions of their customers' information was exposed in a security breach. And we talked about it earlier. They said they were hacked, but didn't know a lot of the details. They're calling the cyber attack highly sophisticated and that roughly 7.8 million current T-Mobile customers were affected. If I'm one of the customers, I mean, I'm not upset. Because this happens. It seems to every every company gets hacked or gets hold like ransomware now. And I go, this isn't fair. But I go, what are the odds my stuff gets used? It's yeah. 7.8 <laughs> million. Mm-hmm. And that's not the way to approach it. I know I, I do have LifeLock. And I feel like LifeLock does a good job. If somebody like even tickles my stuff, they hit me up and go, hey, what's going on? But I go, 7.8 million? Lunchbox is trying to win the lottery with worse odds than that. It's worse than that. Yeah. Yes, the lottery is worse than that. <laughs> or and even some of these drawings is better than that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess it depends. So, but it stinks, you know. And then you read all the stories about how all the companies last year privately paid all these hackers millions of dollars because they either were going, they were held hostage, and all their information was going to be exposed or just thrown away. They'd never got to it again, so they have to pay millions of dollars. It just makes me wish that I had learned how to hack when <laughs> yes, I was younger. I know. Because then you have this thing that is so desirable. And not to go and hack businesses, but I had wished when that was early, I had learned how to do it so I would know how to do that stuff. If I wanted to know what Eddie's on over on his computer, I'd be like, (laughs) clickety-click. On TV, they bring in people, and it's always like some really either nerdy kid or hot girl. Mm. And she's like, I can hack this pretty good. (laughs) That's true. They're like, but it's unpenetrable. (laughs) And she's like, I know it's tough, but give me 15 seconds, and I'm in. And I'm like, wow! (laughs) That would be awesome! Okay, so that's what's up. We're done today. Amy, anything going on? Um, what do we have today? I think I just have therapy and volleyball. So, good combo for me. What Amy's we- joined a volleyball league, in case <laughs> no. you guys are wondering. <laughs> Sorry, my daughter's on the volleyball team. We have uh, practice, Raging Idiots practice. We are playing tomorrow, 2 p.m. in Syracuse, Woo! New York, at the New York State Fair. So, I'm going to go and make sure I remember the words to all of our songs. Because if I don't remember the words, then it's not funny, because our songs are funny. Yeah, they're comedy songs. So, so if I forget the words, they won't be funny. They won't be funny, and I'm not the greatest singer, so nothing works. Uh, so, but we're going to have practice today. If you guys want to come to that show, it's at the State Fair tomorrow. We're playing at 2 p.m. on the headlining stage. Yeah. Uh, that's it. You guys have a good day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Show.